Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We welcome in our second guest. He's got a couple of runners in the New Zealand size produce stakes final today. At Group 2 level, it is a straight final for $20,000, and that is uh, Ashley Bradshaw. Very good afternoon to you, Ashley. Hi, and thank you for having me. Oh, look, a, a real pleasure to have you back on uh, the show, Ashley. Um, look, you did uh, scratch Razor Rufus, so uh, box three is vacant. Rufus, okay? Yeah, look, we'd set the couple up over the 450 at Invercargill just to see how they'd go leading into this race. He'd done all right in his second-to-last attempt, but the last one just didn't have the effort in. He pulled up with a bit of fatigue, so we just thought best to pull him out. Such a big trip as well. It is indeed. Um, are you aware how well the um, dogs have uh, travelled up? I'm, I'm assuming that uh, Peter Secu's up there with the team. We've got Josh Lane up there today with them, and from talking to him, he's had a few issues with the alarm. She's not the best traveller. She can just go a bit funny about her food and drinking, but she seems to be doing all right this time, and she's holding out. Uh, the other guys are all doing good. Okay, um, look, um, let's talk Bellarm because you mentioned her there. She is the outsider of the field and she's drawn the outside in box eight. I know she's had three misses from there, but what what do you make of her draw and how she might take to the Monaco track? Yeah, definitely not the best draw for her. She really needs to be down on the rail. Her best chance is going to be trying to get down there early if she can. Um, it's going to be hard to predict sort of how she's going to go first look up there after such a big trip and being a bad traveller, but I've got my fingers crossed and she does seem to be sounding all right so far. Well, you're giving them an opportunity and they're by imminent uh, reality. We might talk about him uh, shortly. Let's talk about the brother to Balaam, Calculated Risk. He's a class four dog, first up on the track as well, but he now has a spare box to his inside. He was a beaten favourite down there at Ascot Park. It's just one of those funny races, though, where just nothing quite went right for him. Uh, what did you make of that run for, for fifth, and, and how did he come out of it? Yeah, I think that was just one of those real cliche runs where a trainer's got so many dogs in the race and they all seem to be a magnet to each other and take each other out, which is what happened there. Um, I'm hoping we can just dismiss that race. And he'd had a, quite a few good, confident runs up there or down there prior to that, so... Uh, just hoping that that one hasn't knocked him around too much. But, yeah, hopefully that spare box could give him a wee bit of early room. There's some, certainly some speed around him otherwise. Indeed. Um, look, he's he's had seven wins. Five of them have been at Ascot, including his last uh, three wins in his career. The most recent of them was a Class 3 final going back four starts. But I've seen him run some pretty good races at Addington as well. So, again, your thoughts on, on how he might take to Monaco? Yeah, I'm hoping he goes okay. It's one of those tricks that often they do need to look at prior, so we haven't got on that on our side. There's a couple of good speedsters there that it's their home track. That's going to be a disadvantage for him, definitely. But he does seem to be enjoying his trips away, so I'm just going to cross my fingers with that. Ashley, you've got one in uh, race five, Little Nosy, also out of the mischief-managed litter. Uh, last start third, and she won four starts ago in a 17.38 around Eddington. How do you think she's going to go today? Probably not the best draw for her either. She's got that wee spooky side to her, which Joss informed me just before, that that's just sort of playing up a wee bit when she's at the track at the moment. But hopefully by the time she's settled in after Kenalina and back on the track, she's coming right again. Um, I'm not too sure how she's going to go in that race. It's just going to be a, a wait and see, I think. 
Ashley, um, you've, you've given these dogs their opportunity up there today, and it's a long way to go, and, you, and your dogs are at outside odds. But um, clearly you were keen to, to be involved in the New Zealand Sire's produce, and these greyhounds are by eminent reality who you stand. So tell us about the Sire, and, um, and is, he, is he getting any activity at the moment? Yeah, he came over from Australia in his racing career, unfortunately broke a hock in his first couple of trials at Eddington. So don't think that really benefited him for standing at stud. No one had really heard of this dog over here. He's had a wee bit of use. He had some uh, fertility issues early on, but that seems to have come right. We've had a, yeah, we've had some, a few people using him now, and he's got another couple of litters still to hit the track. So he certainly seems to be passing on some good genes on some of his dogs. A great coup if you could land the New Zealand size produce today with either calculated risk or bell arm. We wish you well there. Back to you in a moment. But um, just, Dan, you mentioned, um, I think, um, before we came to wear about imminent uh, reality and, and you might have stayed with the owner. Uh, the trainer in Western Australia. I was over for the Nationals and uh, I don't think the dog had been sent over long before I was there. And he did tell me that it was the fastest dog he'd ever trained. Obviously, we didn't get to see the best of him here in New Zealand, but... Uh, there was big rats on him, for sure. Had he trained other fast dogs? That's probably the key there, Dan. <laughs> trying to give this dog a bit of a plug. He had a pretty pretty big kennels. He's one of the bigger kennels in uh, in Western Australia, and he, he gets a, he actually gets a lot of dogs off the wheelers as well. So um, he doesn't train slow dogs, so to speak. Uh, I'm sure he would have had a, a lot of handy dogs over the years. So uh, I'm picking that's probably a pretty pretty big rap to put on a dog. Okay, now that's a nice push there, Dan, for imminent reality. Um, Ashley, just back to you. Uh, looking at the season, of course, we're, we're drawing to a close in this current season. And uh, just uh, reading the stats, uh, 35 dogs presented to the races, 948 starters, 126 wins, 153 seconds, 128 thirds. Uh, handy sort of a strike rate as well. Have you been happy with what's happened in 2021-22 from a, a racing perspective for your kennel? Yeah, no, definitely have. We sort of aim for the 100 wins a season, Mark, so we've well and truly clocked that. I just feel like that's quite a nice number of wins based on the size of the kennels we've got. We've got a few more dogs now than we had done previous years, so pretty happy with what they're doing, especially because we've got a lot of young dogs and a lot of the kennels are filled with break-ins at the moment too. Okay, well, that's pretty encouraging. So looking to the new season, you're, you're feeling fairly confident about what's ahead? We've got some breaking in at the moment. We're having some mixed results with them so far, but they are only young, so we'll give them some time and see how they progress. Uh, any any particular pups or a litter that you think we, we could look out for that might produce uh, a decent winner for you? Oh, we've had a, had a bad run with some of our litters lately. We're getting a lot of small litters coming through, so I'm not sure I could pinpoint anything for you right at the moment. No, that's okay. But we um, we always wish you well, Ashley, obviously, and we, we certainly do uh, today. Um, obviously, you've got a whole lot of other things on your plate as, as well. We've talked to you in the past about the um, the uh, uh, looking after of, of, of greyhounds that have been, um, have been injured and looking to rehabilitate those. How is that side of things going for you? How busy have you been? Yeah, quite busy. We've made a few uh, changes with the clinics and we were using and just the physio side of things at the moment. So work there has definitely stepped up, but we're getting some really good results coming out of it. Great. We appreciate what you're doing there, Ashley, and we appreciate you coming on and having a chat to us, and we hope you have some luck with your greyhounds today at Monaco and uh, also in the uh, upcoming weeks as we close out another season. Ashley, we'll catch you soon.
Thank you for having me. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.